Welcome to the wrap-up show for the Extreme Movie Reviews of 2021. I will recap the full reviews that I have done throughout the past year in order of their official podcast scores. Maybe I'll provide a small bit of commentary and then I will combine them to the first year's reviews and I'll go over the entire order in a similar manner. The first observation that I had when looking at this list was that, as I stated earlier this year, I did get a little tougher in terms of my scoring. The 2021 catalog is heavily weighted towards the bottom half of the complete list of movies that I have reviewed to date. I'll get back to this after we go over the 2021 catalog. I gave out scores on eight movies this year, slacking a bit, I know, but I did provide a higher quantity of shorter and or less official reviews compared to my first year. Of the movies that I reviewed, by genre, three were horror, three were action, and one was a comedy and another was a kids animated, as I have them classified. They are very equally distributed with the comedy movie topping the list. One thing that I've found so far is that I tend to be the most lenient with comedy movies scores, and yet, in large part, I stand by their ratings. At the number one spot for 2021, the comedy Mrs. Doubtfire, which received a score of 8.01 out of 10. At the number two spot was the action flick The Grey, with a score of 7.38. At number three was Friday the 13th Part 2, which got a 6.3 out of 10. The first three movies each had a pretty significant drop in scores, a total gap of 1.7 from number one to number three. The spread from Friday the 13th Part 2 down to the seventh ranked movie is only going to be a 0.78 difference. Beginning with the OG to that sequel, Friday the 13th, the 1980 version, which came in with a 6.22 out of 10. Next, at number 5, was Mortal Kombat, the 1995 version, with a score of 6.14, followed by Halloween 2 from 1981 at number 6, which received a 5.74 out of 10. Coming in 7th place was Space Jam, which I gave a 5.52. And coming in last for this season's reviews, with a measly 3.6 out of 10, was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So, when I look at this list, I find it hard to argue with anything. Is Space Jam significantly better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Objectively, yes, it is. Are the five movies in the middle all relatively close, each having their own strengths and weaknesses when compared to one another? Yeah. Is The Grey a significantly more impressive piece of art than those ranked below it? Yeah. I think there are some areas that you could make an argument for Space Jam with, but I know for a fact I gave credit for those things in that score. Is Mrs. Doubtfire significantly better than The Grey? Eh. They are different products, and I found a lot of subtle artistic genius within Mrs. Doubtfire, as well as it being better received by audiences and more accessible to the average audience goer, which are aspects that get incorporated in these scores. So, quick recap from the highest to the lowest scores, Mrs. Doubtfire, The Grey, Friday the 13th, Part 2, followed by Friday the 13th, Mortal Kombat, Halloween 2, Space Jam, and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Now I'm going to go through the entire list, and there are a few movies that I will admit feel a bit high and or out of place on the list. 
with a score of 8.93. Dumb and Dumber still tops the list. It was my first review. Maybe I was a little biased or lenient with it, but I do think it's a nearly perfect movie, so I stand by it. Just behind it is Home Alone with an 8.89, and Halloween 1978 is nipping at their ankles with an 8.83, followed by Gremlins with an 8.53, and I think the rankings of these top four definitely point to that comedy movie bias that I brought up. I just spent a significant amount of time going on a tangent, talking through why that bias might exist, and in the end... I can't fully explain it because a lot of what I said I realized I could say of other genres as well, so scratch that. We left off at Gremlins with an 8.53, which is followed by Planes, Trains, and Automobiles to round out the top five, which has an 8.46. Then, What About Bob comes in just behind that with an 8.44 out of 10. I think this is probably too high on the list, and... The score itself is 2, but if I recall correctly, I felt the same way while I scored the movie, so, you know, I was able to justify the scores then, so who knows. With a score of 8.28 comes Friday the 13th, Part 6, followed by another movie that feels pretty darn high, Illuminations The Grinch, which received an 8.04, and should probably not be above Mrs. Doubtfire's score of 8.01. Rounding off the top 10 is Onward, which received a score of 7.82 and probably shouldn't be higher than some of these other movies, but it is, and I stand by that. You may have noticed that only one 2021 movie made it into that top 10. Coming in 11th is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from 1990 with a 7.76. I feel like this movie's review was around the time where I started to zero in on my scoring a bit better and more consistently. Then we take a dip below 7.5 with Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, which showed out with a score of 7.39. With a hundredth of a point difference, at 7.38 comes The Grey. And I think those two having such similar scores makes a lot of sense. They both explored themes beyond the norm for their genres, and each had varying amounts of success in doing so. And that brings us to The Platform, which I would love to have seen get a higher score than it did, but uh, it is what it is at a 7.09 out of 10. Then we take a big drop in scoring down to a 6.3 with our 15th ranked film, Friday the 13th, Part 2, with Friday the 13th right behind, with a score of 6.22. Mortal Kombat follows with a 6.14, and Hubie Halloween with a 5.91, which outscores Halloween 2, which had a score of 5.74. If you listened to the Halloween 2 review, I had to question if Hubie Halloween had outscored it, and I left that a mystery for you to figure out on your own, Here's the answer if you didn't take the time to do that, and I don't think that's insane. It is funny, and it feels wrong, but I know the reasons for why Hubie received the score that it did, and the reasons for why Halloween 2 received its score, and I stand by those reasons. Moving on, Space Jam rounds out the top 20 with a 5.52. Then Strange Wilderness comes in with a 4.71, which is a significant dropping off point for the scores, and it is followed by another significant drop down to 3.64. 
which is what I'll Be Home for Christmas scored to begin our bottom three. With a 3.6 is Mortal Kombat Annihilation, and speaking of Annihilation, Friday the 13th Part 7 got eviscerated by myself as we take another steep drop down below 3, all the way down to a 2.81 out of 10. If you want to hear me get frustrated and angry in a review, then you can definitely hear it in my tone in that movie's review. Alright, I'm just going to run through that list without the scores or commentary for easy absorption. I'll say goodbye right now as you may not care to listen to that again. I love you. You love you. Take care. And here we go. Dumb and Dumber. Home Alone. Halloween. Gremlins. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. What About Bob? Friday the 13th Part 6. Illuminations The Grinch, followed by Mrs. Doubtfire, Onward, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, followed by The Grey, The Platform, Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday the 13th, and then we have Mortal Kombat, Hubie Halloween, Halloween 2, Space Jam, Strange Wilderness, I'll Be Home for Christmas, Mortal Kombat, Annihilation. And Friday the 13th Part 7 coming in last place. I think I'll be able to go through these by decade next year, which might be kind of fun. So hopefully I'll remember to do that. Peace.